It's my show, it's Alex Cohen's podcast, it's my show, Alexander the podcast, oh, it's the name of the knock, it's the podcast, do you think I'm pretty? I don't know if you do, but if you do, let me know, I like to feel pretty, and when people think I'm pretty, I feel the prettiest, anyway, um, this is the 10th episode, so I figured instead of doing, you know, my usual, like, oh, these are my favorite releases from this week, I'm just gonna recap, um, some songs that I just... Have I've talked about these bands on previous shows. Maybe I haven't all of them, but these are just songs that I've really just been enjoying the living crap out of that maybe necessarily didn't come out this week, but that I think you should hear and I think I'm going to have fun talking about. So I figure for number 10, we're just going to we're going to let loose. We're going to do what we want. You know what I mean? I'm even drinking a little bit. And that's why I'm talking so loud and being weird. But anyway, Wallows. Okay. Last week I put up a remix of that same song this is the original i like the original better so i wanted to share it and i wanted to show you guys because i thought it was like a cover i was like i've heard this before but it, the only reason i thought it was a different band is because the remix is a different tempo than the original which is not a thing so it's like i that people usually do so when i heard it i was like wait this is a different band so wait are they but they didn't cover it wait oh and i was so confused but i figured it out anyway super good Wallows, okay. Can I get the, the double burger, the barbecue? Give me the breakfast with plate. The onion rings on it. The breakfast plate. Give me a beyond one of those. Breakfast plate breakfast. number two. Onion number two. Number two. And make the fries two. curly. Make sure they. I want a veggie one of those. Curly. That doesn't come. No, no. Fries. Make them they curly. curly. They can make them curly. Can you curl the fries, please? I want a veggie one of those. Thank you. Um, they don't. Have, well, wait. Beyond. Veggie. Beyond. They don't have beyond. The veggie burger. Wait, what's a soft drink? And um, and a banana chiller. You got you got this right? No. I literally got gas today and onions. No way. Yeah, he did. And we're no. Whatever. Um. And, uh, and, uh, the six piece. Oh, wait, pepper jack. Buffalo wings. Oh, wait, okay, never mind, never mind. It's fine. What? It's fine. I don't want to, no, it's good. It's 100% fine. I don't need All it. All right, uh, that's it. Okay. It's just so good. Oh, so fun. So interesting. Like, I don't know what Justin Bieber was trying to say with that, like, that, like, ah, I can tell you want to say yes, but you want to say no song. That made no sense to me. 
I didn't get it. I think they right now in this song are saying what he was trying to say, which is kind of like, okay, if you're not feeling it, you don't gotta explain. We can say goodnight if you wanna say goodnight. I don't know if you do, you know what I mean? Like that's like cute and adorable. The whole thing that Justin Bieber was doing, I don't even know, like the, I can hear you, I see you say yes, but you wanna say no. What, like what, what do you mean? When you wanna say yes, but you, but when you, say yes but you want to say no what they mean is they're intimidated by you because you're super rich and they're not so they want to say no because you're an entitled piece of trash and they can't because they're afraid of you because you're rich and have way more exposure than they do so and more power that song is creepy it creeps me out but you know what doesn't creep me out okay by wallows Awesome. I think they just, they, they said in a much more humble, respectable, awesome way with a better song what he was trying to say and whatever the heck that was. I don't know. Justin Bieber freaks me out and I don't understand why he's famous. Not gonna lie. Oh, great singer. Awesome. Does he have any good songs? Are any of them good? Or do any of them sound unique? Did any of them make a statement of their own that wasn't already made by countless other pop songs before that one came out? Not that I've heard, no. So like, gosh, listen to Wallows. Don't listen to Justin Bieber, okay? Anyway, next up, Creeper is just this amazing band. I've talked about them before on the show. I definitely want to just reiterate how much I love Creeper. They're so awesome. I just discovered them this year. This song's called Cyanide. I want to show you a little clip from it. Here you go. Heaven on a tongue again. The cutest couple in the halls of hell. Well, she was smoking with her friends. It's nicotine and so interesting it's like it's just like it's like the Beatles meets like Panic at the Disco meets My Chemical Romance I just I don't know they're just so all over the spectrum and they're so interesting and their presence is so cool like I, can they do anything wrong I don't know not that I've seen I've heard their earlier releases weren't as good as this one but like the, this album is just amazing I'm just not even gonna dig back in you know because I don't want to ruin it but you know, maybe I will, maybe I will, because this album is so good. Can anything ruin it? Probably not. That's just nonsensical to think that it could. Anyway, next up, Youngblood put out this album that's just so interesting and all over the place and doesn't make sense. And I've shared two songs off the album on previous shows, but this next song I'm about to share sounds nothing like either of the other two songs, and both the other songs don't sound anything like each other. This dude is just all over the spectrum i think he's just uh god's gift to people if i'm being honest i i just don't understand how anyone can be this amazing of an artist and have such a wide variety in such a short span of the beginning of their career so i just can't wait to see where young blood goes he's one of the most promising new artists there is if you haven't heard of young blood 
Y-U-N-G-B-L-U-D. Go check it out right now. Uh, Young Blood, The Freak Show. This song is awesome. Does anybody else understand today's generation better than Youngblood? I don't think so. Not that I've heard. Um, he just covers such a wide variety of influences from different cultures and like just covers a whole wide variety of subject matter while not really excluding really much of anybody that needs attention. And I just, I'm shocked that somebody could put out such a wide variety of amazing music in one album. Um, it's just not a thing that happens very often. Youngblood is just, he's so different. Just to think about how he emerged too. He came out of nowhere, just like no one had heard of him. And then Geffen Records was like, we'll sign you. One of the biggest record labels in the world. Um, they got the producer. I can't remember his name, but he's one of the members of Massive Attack. The guy who actually does a production for Massive Attack. And, uh, produced his uh, at least his first album if not if not this one too and just I oh my god the music this guy is able to crank out is unbelievable can't believe it Youngblood's one of the best new artists to emerge absolutely check him out right now next up <laughs> this song came out years ago Tenacious D Roadie I just love it I can't stop listening to it and it reminds me it just like makes me look toward the future happily about the future of shows and all that because it just you know it reminds me just that feeling of being on stage and i love this song so much so i'm gonna give you the the last little bit of roadie from tenacious d go listen to the song go support tenacious d i love this band. i'm standing at the threshold of your dreams without me there'd be no sound from those I'm not gonna lie i listened to that song the first few months of quarantine like not knowing what the hell is gonna go on with shows or the vaccine or any of that and i cried 
it literally made me cry. I just like would think about just like, cause that's one of those songs that I would hear like, and just the melody, it just like, it makes you feel all dreamy. and like, Oh, I'm going to accomplish everything. I'm going to accomplish anything. And just like, you know, so much was obviously going well for so many people before the pandemic hit. And just like, you know, things are not going bad now, but it's like when it comes to shows and not being able to play shows and I just, I've gone 10 years playing, not going more than a few weeks without playing a show. And now whenever I play a show, I'm 20, 30 feet away from the closest people to me. Everyone's wearing masks. Can't see anyone's face. I can barely know what they, how they feel about it. If they come up to me afterward, I have to be like all distance and like, no, I can't really come near you. You know what I mean? I hate that. I hate having to do that. I will do it for as long as I need to. As long as I know that it's keeping people safe. I hate that. There's something about it that just makes me feel so filthy. Like you're telling me you love my performance. You're, you're giving me this reaction that I've worked decades to achieve and I can't even shake your hand. Oh, I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Um, it makes me sick. I just, I, I hate this situation. I know it's nobody's fault, but it's awful. And it's just, it's really affected everybody but like musicians feel it and i know how musicians feel it and that's why i can say it hurts so bad i can't say it hurts the most out of anybody by any means everybody's hurt so but yeah that song just reminds me makes me feel good makes me think about the future in a good way next up shadow of intent melancholy the title track off their newest album is just so filthy i just like oh oh my goodness I and this didn't come out this year but it's so amazing this band's so amazing they're massive now just out of nowhere and they totally deserve every single bit so i mean it's not out of nowhere i just mean that they like just kind of like out of left field we're like woo we were this tiny band on the internet and now we're massive and we're touring with everybody so yeah they're just uh well i mean like when tours are happening but yeah Shadow of Intent, amazing. Check out Shadow of Intent immediately. that's not amazing like what is this the production value huge so much shredding like ben's voice is just like what he what kind of monster are you he's just a demon from another world he doesn't sound human that's what i like about like when with heavy vocalists you can't sound human if you sound human you're kind of lame unless you're keith buckley from every time i die then you can sound human and not sound lame but still like ah. Uh, that, that's just what every metal vocalist should just aspire to be, is just that. Oh, 
so dirty. Like, oh my goodness. Chris Wiseman, of course, with just the most filthy riffs, like just some of the filthiest riffs in metal just coming out of nowhere. They're all in their 20s. They're young as crap. They're just, they're going to do massive things, and it's just so, so inspiring. I played shows with um, not Shadow of Intent, but uh, Currents, which was Chris Wiseman's other band, and then uh, In Depths and Tides, which for a time was Ben's other band. So I've been able to see these guys do their thing in person, and they're just extremely impressive musicians. I, they're just top-notch, top of the line. You need to make sure that you support Shadow of Intent and Currents and just whatever the heck these guys are doing because, oh my god, they're amazing. They're literally amazing. Next up, Data Remember put out a live acoustic track, and I can't remember like the last time I liked a Data Remember song this much. <laughs> this is just very good. Um, so here is I'm Already Gone by Data Remember live at TAC, the audio company. we pay and some of their older acoustic tracks and reminds me a lot of Win and Sales. Um, Evan Pharmakis this is um, his solo project from, from uh, Vanna and now In Spirit. Um, Evan Pharmakis, P-H-R-M-A-K-I-S. You gotta go check him out if you haven't yet. Win and Sales. Sounds a lot like this A Day to Remember track. Um, this song's beautiful, so catchy. The production value on it for a live track is unbelievable. Um, they're just all sounding top-notch, and I just, I love that. I love when bands that I haven't been impressed with for a while come back and just, like, punch me in the face with something really interesting. I love that. Uh, this live acoustic track's really interesting. It's not that I haven't liked, like, I, I, I don't, like, I get why they're doing what they're doing with their new stuff, but, like, some of it is just, it feels like some of it they're thinking too hard and some of it they're not thinking enough. I don't know what it was, but one of the one of the songs that I, I can't remember the song. There's a breakdown in one of their new songs from the album. And uh it just was so simplistic. And then the rest of the song was so weird and all over the place, and I just didn't understand why. I think that I think they're thinking too much. I think they're trying to be uh different and unique. And I think I think it's not just that they're trying to, I think that they have to. They probably have this pressure from like Fueled by Ramen, is I think I think is uh, their current label, which is one of the biggest labels in the world. I mean, they have Panic in the Disco and Paramore and everybody. So, I mean, they they obviously have a great deal of pressure on them. So, they're trying to do different things. And I respect that. But I think that this acoustic track really just takes me back to what I love about A Day to Remember uh, from the get-go. And, I mean, I'm a guy who I started listening to them with, uh, <laughs> for those who have heart, over 10 years ago and homesick, you know. So, I mean... I'm not somebody who started with um, what separates me from you or anything after that or common courtesy. You know, I, I don't even think I've heard common courtesy front to back, but um, 
yeah, Data Remember is very talented. They got a lot to offer, and I'm just I'm excited that they they just keep going. So good stuff. Uh, next up, Shane. I love Shane. He's listed as I am not Shane. Uh, just great music. This song, Ugly Thoughts, he put out this year. Um, it's beautiful. I really love it. It doesn't have a lot of views on it, so make sure you go and support Shane. S-H-A-N-E. He's listed as I am not Shane. All one word. Uh, the song's called Ugly Thoughts. So good. Solo artist. He's just amazing. I've always had it from the start You don't see the ugly thoughts I'm really not a work of art I've always had it from the start The start of your show I bury all the guilt I'm feeling Comes from the home Always cover up your demons and when you hold me, I go You love me, I don't I do what I want And you do what you're told Your judgment is flawed You see what you want Cause I'm just a fraud I've always had it from the start You don't see the ugly thoughts I'm really not a work of art I've always had it from the start This song is just uh, it's special. It's catchy, it's chill, it's ridiculous. Um, I really like what Shane does. His voice is really interesting. He uses a lot of different ranges and styles of his voice and he's got so much personality. Um, and for somebody who's not really being very like, ex like exclaiming much like with his pronunciation, he's very like fragile and delicate with his words and the way that he's placing them in the songs, but like, at the same time, uh, and usually when they do that, it's really hard to differentiate a personality, but still, while he does that, you can get this very specific, very unique personality from the music, and I'm just very impressed by what this guy is able to do. So, I am not Shane. Go check him out immediately. Immediately! Right now. Next up, Eels. The Eels. I've been listening to the Eels for a long time. Um... Ever since, oh, what was that song? I need some sleep from Shrek 2. Time to put the old horse down. A man too deep and the wheels keep spinning round. Everyone says. That song is so good. I loved that song. Uh, ever since I was like 13 and I saw Shrek 2 and that song was in the, in the soundtrack and I immediately like, I went and looked it up afterward and I was like, who is this band? I've just been listening to the Eels ever since. And this album they put out this year, um, I don't love everything on it. There's definitely some stuff on it that I heard, and I was like, eh, what is this? But 
This song, Earth to Dora, is super good, super adorable. It's obviously, I think it's to his daughter. If it's not, who cares? It's beautiful, amazing song. Great job. Love this song. Eels, Earth to Dora. Here you go. Hey, Dora, what do you know? Magic happens everywhere you go. Silly girl. Open your eyes, there's so many things that you don't know so much. Just lift up your hat. Who's that smiling at you in the mirror? Give her a kiss. She can smile as long as she wants. song it's so beautiful so adorable i don't know who you say it to but like it's just like a really like cute like you're special and you should know that you're so special and you're so special to me and i love you forever and no matter how you feel you should always know how special you are to me it's just the most beautiful message that you can put into a song for a young person to hear and uh yeah i don't know it's just the first time i heard that song i was like outside hanging out the sun was out, it was just beautiful. I think it was setting and I was just looking out at it up from my porch and just a really good moment. And just that song is very uh, touching and heartfelt. And I think that a lot of emotion, he's another guy that's very delicate with his words and his placement. It's very like subtle and easy going. It's not very abrasive the way that the attack of his words, but at the same time, he's able to display such a unique personality. I didn't even mean to do that, the Shane and Eels back to back, but they do have, uh, their music's not similar, but the the ways in which their personalities that they put into their voices of their music is similar, and I think it's gorgeous. That's really cool. They should collab, Shane and Eels. That'd be cool as heck. I bet they'd both be down with that. Let's let's get let's get them on the line. Let's go, I'm going to call them right now. I'm just kidding. I don't know them. I wish I did. That'd be sweet. Be really cool if I get to be friends with every musician that I like and admire. Wouldn't we all love that? <laughs> Imagine every musician that you like and admire is now your best friend. <laughs> Literally the best planet. That's like the best version of life there is. Anyway, Tom Petty. They released some new Tom Petty tracks that were essentially B-sides from the last record he put out before he died. Um, that weren't released they were chosen to not go on the album and honestly every song that they've dropped that they chose to not put on the last album i love so good um i think i showed uh one of the first tracks something could happen and this one don't fade on me is just such a beautiful amazing haunting acoustic track and everyone needs to hear it so don't fade on me tom petty here you go i remember feeling this way you can lose it without knowing You wake up and you don't notice Which way the wind is blowing So 
super cool and interesting and beautiful it's just tom petty and his guitar usually when you hear tom petty it's just a full production you know like whether it be free fallen or it be mary jane or you know any of those songs any of his hit songs it's, it's always him with a band and accompaniment and a full production and i'm not used to hearing him alone with his guitar and this song is just so beautiful and there's so much going on and there's so much attack in his guitar and so many notes um happening but it's also so simplistic and beautiful this song is just great. Don't fade on me, Tom Petty. Um, his his collection of songs that he's that he's put out post mortem. I mean, he didn't put them out apparently, of course. But you know, uh, just very good. Uh, you should look up what Tom Petty's been, what they've been releasing of Tom Petty's material that wasn't released before he died, because it's spectacular. Next up, Cameron featuring Collie Butts. I love this song. I have been listening to the song just constantly. It's in my regular rotation. I hear it at least every day, once, like once or twice. It's just so great. It's so chill. It's just like you put it on, you sit back, you feel good. It's so great. This is called Planter's Paradise by Cameron and Kelly Buds. I love this song. For marijuana, are they? I keep the devil and bad mind people far, far away. Hey. As you, the music tell me it's not right, but still, we keep the ganja paper tight despite all them rules and regulations. Ganja are the healing of the nation. Fabila, me want to ask you where is your conscience? Like you want to see real ganja for my patients. Them never know them, I feel how ganja farmer. My dream tree like a marijuana barber. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell. I just love to party this song, to party to this song. It's so fun. It's just so fun. Like, look at that beat. Like, oh my God, this is so fun. Like, if you don't want to just take your clothes off and dance, I don't know who you are. You're not a human. You may not take your clothes off. I mean, depending on where you are. Maybe if you're at home, you know, but I mean, like, if you're out in public, you probably, like, especially if you're a lady, don't want to just take your clothes off. Like, you know, I mean, hey, to each their own. To each their own. But I would recommend against it because people are creepy as the F word. They're creepy as the F word. That's a, that's a safe one. I can say that without having my listeners completely cut in half. So, anyway, without further ado, Cameron, Collie Buds. My nothing on a laughing low glad you're five. I don't really say it, but trim tree like a marijuana barber. I know that one, but that's such a good line. To be trim tree like a marijuana barber. 
Fire! What are you doing to me? Camera, no! I'm crying. I'm crying. I would smoke weed with you any day, dude. Like, crap. Oh, you and Collie Buds are the coolest people ever. Get Snoop Dogg involved, we can smoke butts forever. Forever. Throw Willie Nelson in there. He literally has smoked blunts forever. Maybe not blunts, but I mean joints. Definitely joints. Forever. Ever. I actually got an article featured later about how uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson's the only person to ever outsmoke Snoop Dogg. Oh, I don't believe it. I think you'd let him win. Come on. Snoop Dogg's like 30 years younger than Willie Nelson. You can tell me Willie Nelson smoked more weed than he did. I bet I'll smoke, I'll smoke both of them. I don't even care. I'll, I'll just do it for the free weed. Let's go. Woo! I will win. I will really take that challenge. I don't care. I, I like... I, uh, my tolerance is copious. So, anyway, without further ado, next up, Seven Dust. But, uh, um, my tied for my favorite album of the year with Tala, who are my homies, and I love them. So I'm going to recap a couple of Seven Dust songs, a Tala song, because you just, you just need to hear it. They're just so amazing. Uh, Tala, I've already done a few songs on here, so I didn't want to, like, give away too much of their album. Seven Dust. I got I got two songs I want to show off just because there's Seven Dust. You've either heard it already or like it doesn't really matter if you've heard more songs. Tala, they're they're new. They're fresh. They're new. So it's like you know, if you haven't heard them yet, I want you to hear this and I want you to go dig into that album. Seven Dust. I want you to hear these two songs and I still want you to go dig into the album. But at the same time, like if you don't know who Seven Dust is, you got problems. You know what Tala is? That's understandable. They're new, but you should get on top of that right now. Anyway, seven dust. Nothing left is I don't know if you're watching the video or not, but I'm just, I'm being weird, I'm being a weirdo. If you're not watching the video, don't. <laughs> I guarantee you're gonna go do it now. Anyway, <laughs> Seven Dust, nothing left to see here anymore. Oh, like how, what is that? What is that chorus? The most bluesy, beautiful, sad, and just emotion-filled, like, catchy thing ever. Like, what? was that like what i just want to put them like i don't because i love them and i would never want to oppress them as people but i want to just put them in a science lab and just study what are you you magical beings seven dust are just literally angels sent here from heaven to make spectacular music that you're not meant to understand how it's made or where it comes from it just is like sure if you're a guitarist, 
You can play Clint's riffs, I'm sure you can, but could you write those? Could you write riffs that good? That many times? How many albums have they put out? They just keep on putting better albums out just forever. They just keep getting better and I'm just gonna cry my ass out. I just, seven does, seven does forever. Seven does forever. Like them in a perfect circle. I can't pick. One of them is my favorite band of all time. I don't know which one it is. But like, oh, stop blowing my mind. It's so intense and hurts. It hurts. No, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Please never stop. Oh, my God. This song, Love by Seven Dust, is just like, huh, it just like, it's like you guys are literally from a generation ago, but you're like making songs specifically describing the love lives of younger people, like in a way that we don't even understand. And I just like, the, the, the chorus is, how do we love if we don't like the feeling? Or who do we love if we don't like the feeling? Just give me one good reason. Like, who do we love if we don't like the feeling? Because you think about it, and it's like, what's the problem with dating today? If you display how much you care about somebody too soon, they get scared and they run away. So could that be that we're evolving into not being able to accept love? Like, I don't know. It really freaks me out when I think about it. Because like even me, it's like when, except for recently with this one person, like who I saw and just immediately was smitten with, um, like not really recently, I met her in July, but anyway, uh, like just... It, it takes so much to really, like, wrap your head around really caring about somebody. And I mean, like, this one person that I met just kind of, like, opened my eyes to the fact that, like, when that person comes around, you're just going to know. You're just going to know immediately. You're just going to know. It's just going to be like, oh, 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 that's what this is. That's what I've been looking for. But, like, until you feel that, you just, you don't know. And it's like, I don't even know for sure if that really is what that is, but at the same time, it opened my eyes to what I want. And I feel like so many people just, they either never find that situation that tells them what they really want, and they keep accepting what they don't really want, and then they have these toxic, manipulative, crappy relationships where they're just like literally forced into doing things they don't want to do because they force themselves into this situation that they don't know they don't want to be in. And until you see that situation that you do want to be in, like, for instance, with this this amazing person that I just came across, like, in July, who just, like, completely changed the way that I look at what I would ever want out of a romantic interaction, whether or not it turns into that. Like, yeah, I know. It's just, like, it's been, like, I, this is a weird situation that I don't understand. But at the same time, I just, I know what I want now. Like, regardless of how that turns out, I know what I want. And just like this song perfectly encapsulates how I felt before I knew what I wanted. And it's like, but Seven Dust are all like married, middle-aged dudes. So how are they able to do this? How can you read the minds of a generation you're not a part of? I don't know, but it's blowing my mind. And that's why they're my favorite band. Or a perfect circle. I don't know which one. Ah, They're both very good at encapsulating the current times. Crazy. Is it Maynard or is it LeJohn? I don't know. I'm a vocalist, so obviously that's what I'm determining it about. But you know what I mean. Anyway, Seven Dust Love. Oh, this song.
one should ever be this good at anything. Like, what am I listening to? Like, it's just like angels just whispering in my ear. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh my, like, I just don't understand how anything could sound so buttery smooth and just the production and the riffs and just everything. Morgan on the drums, like, oh my God. I love this band so much. I can't get enough of Seven Dust. If you can, there's something wrong with you. Please teach me your ways. Oh my god, I love this band. Don't teach me your ways. I never want to get enough of Seven Dust. I love this band so much. It's so good. Oh my god. Anyway, next up, my other favorite album of the year, Tala. No one should read this. This is the title track. Gonna give you a little clip from it. They're so cool. They're so cool. And I know them all personally, and I feel blessed to say that. Like, I've I've gone on tour with these guys. I've hung out with them. I've known Justin Bonnets, the vocalist, since fifth grade. Like, I go back a long time with him, especially, and just I've known this band for years now. They're all just amazing. Max, Coop, and Derek, I love you guys. I love you guys. You're so talented. So, anyway, um, check out Tala. They're signed to Earache Records. They're doing huge things. They're going to do amazingly huge things to come. Like, if you don't know who Tala is, I don't know who you are. Just kidding. No, I mean, I, just about everybody I know knows who Tala is right now because I just talk about them constantly. That's probably why. But anyway, uh, Tala, no one should read this. This is just... guys personally and when they put out this album and I listened to it all the way through the first time I was like I don't even know you what is this this magic you come up with this is like this spellbinding genre changing revolutionary magic you come up with I'm so blown away by this whole album Atrophagy Tala this song's called no one should read this the album's called Match. I I said the title track was No One Should Read This. That was the the old album. Forget that. Forget that. Go listen to Matrophagy because they remastered a bunch of the tracks from that. And it's just oh oh my oh I don't know what to do with my hands. 
I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. Anyway, I just don't understand how you could be this good, but they are. They didn't. They did whatever it requires to be that good. I don't, I don't know. Last up for songs that I just really want to outline that I've been listening to a lot. Um, this band, they came out of nowhere. They're a three-piece. They're all like teenagers. I don't understand. Like, how would you this good? They're like, they're all like teenagers. They put out like their debut EP and like they have 3,000 subscribers. They barely have more subscribers than I do on my cover channel. Like, what? And they got picked up for the Tony Hawk soundtrack. Uh, like, they're just so Junk Bunny. This is the band that I'm talking about. Junk Bunny. They're a three piece. They're just amazing. They're so good. They have no right to be this good, being this new and this young. And they just have no right. And the EP, the whole EP is great. Um, I think this song and the last song in the EP, which I can't remember the name of, it's only four songs, um, are my favorite. Definitely worth checking out in general. Go, go support Junk Bunny. Right now, they're so cool. I don't understand how they're this cool. This, this music video is so cool. Go check out the link. It's in the comments, it's in the description, or wherever I put those things. You know better than I do. I don't have any idea, but anyway. Junk Bunny, Sedona, oh, this song is so good. is so cool oh my god like it's so cool the production is huge the harmonies that when they say Sedona are so beautiful and where did that where did that key change come from for that part like it's so perfect and just it doesn't make sense how perfect it is how did you come up with that where did you come up with that you're like 15 Looking at your video, you look like you're 15. You're probably not 15, you're probably like 25 or something, but you look like you're 15 in your video, and I'm just gonna pretend you're 15 and imagine how did you come up with that when being so young? Maybe you are younger than 25. I don't know what you are, but anyway, Junk Bunny, what the heck? It's so cool. You have no business putting out music that cool. Not being from the 70s and being as young as you are. What is going on? I swear, it's it's like it's just so cool. It like it makes me feel like that vibe from the 70s when you hear like Zeppelin and stuff, but it's modern and interesting and different. And like, it's like, it sounds more like The Clash than it does Zeppelin, kind of, but like, it's so different. It's like Soundgarden, The Clash, Zeppelin, like, where are these influences coming from? Who is this band? Where? How? What? Why? When? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to go figure it out. But anyway, they're amazing. Junk Bunny, Sedona, check them out right now. Um, historical shout out this week has got to go to Nat King Cole, one of my favorite songwriters of all time. 
Like, <sighs> this man put out some of the best music we've ever known. Um, my favorite song that he put out was Smile. The reason for, uh, you know what, I'm going to play a clip of it, and then I'm going to talk about it. Light up your face with gladness Hide every trace of sadness Although a tear may be ever so near That's the time you must keep on trying Smile, what's the use of crying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile If you just smile This song messes me up. Um, let me explain why. It's, uh... The song feels like it's from the perspective of somebody who's so beaten down and just so broken, but they just need, they, they have this need in them to find the light in their terrible situation. And they have this need in them to say, I don't care if, if, you, if you hurt me to the greatest extent that you can, if you hurt those that I love. I will still smile. I will still bring my light to this world. And uh, I just think it's one of the most beautiful songs ever, ever conceived. I don't understand um, how somebody can sound so humble yet emotional at the same time. That's just not something that I'm accustomed to personally. And that's why this song just really, it just, it, it cuts right to my core. Because I just... I don't understand how somebody can be so humble yet so emotional at the same time and be able to project both of those so perfectly. And it must just be because this man has experienced such a great deal of pain and and been, a, been able to overcome it that he's able to now create this expression that so greatly expresses um, those emotions and that, that polar attraction of of somehow being able to be good through all the pain. I've never heard a song that portrays that better. And um, that King Cole just has a way of, of moving me a great deal. And this song, I, I, I play it for retirement home gigs and nursing home gigs. And because uh, they, they love that oldie song. But like, I, I really have trouble getting through this song without... Uh, getting kind of choked up so it's it's difficult and i have to i have to practice it a lot to be able to do that just because it's so moving how humble he is and just how uh how positive he is through whatever terrible pain he's been subjected to that's brought him to this point of enlightenment and um i just think that ken cole is one of the greatest most beautiful songwriters to ever have graced this planet so make sure that you go and follow up and check out uh nat king cole Immediately, right now, the news. We've made it to the news. It's crazy. It's so crazy. First up, uh, so Jeep put out a new Super Bowl ad with Bruce Springsteen, 
and uh, uh, they they had to pull it because he shortly after got a drunk driving charge. <laughs> so they paused his commercial and not playing it anymore because he got a drunk driving charge. And they're like, well, we sell cars, dude. So like, uh, whoops, give us all that money back. <laughs> I just think this is hilarious. This is hilarious. What's not so hilarious, though, is this next story. Uh, R. Kelly's New York abuse trial delayed again due to COVID. Why Why do you need to... Why? Okay. Okay. Everyone's subject to a fair trial. I get that. But when you take women and you, you literally detach them from their family so that you can sexually abuse them over a great deal of time... Can we stop delaying putting this guy in jail? Are you kidding me? There's literally a whole documentary with 36 women who were victimized by him. Put him in put him in jail right now. What the hell are you waiting for? I like I literally am so infuriated by the fact that this man can get off after everything that he did. I don't know if you heard, but he literally locked up 36 women in his warehouse studio in separate rooms, not even able to go to the bathroom. He left them with piss buckets, and then he would all have them get together in this one room where he would rape them all. So guess what? I think this dude belongs in jail yesterday. I think this dude belongs in way worse than jail a year ago. What is going on? Like, what is going on? Literally, like, COVID? COVID? That's your excuse for keeping this manipulative, abusive POS out of jail? Sorry. I don't know if you can tell, but it really infuriates me when people who do those things don't end up in prison immediately. What is that? What is that? You're gonna, you, like, you, you America. Let, let, let's talk for a second, America. You got no problem locking up minorities on false charges based on barely any evidence, but then when someone's a celebrity, they can do this and stay out of jail for years? during a trial that gets extended by their lawyers, which they obviously can't afford? Are you f I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get angry, but like, R. Kelly, jump off a cliff if you're not going to jail, dude! Please, right now! Oh my God, so infuriating. Not so infuriating, though, this next story. Willie Nelson on smoking with Snoop Dogg and Marathon Sex. My life's been pretty good. What they're referring to is uh, in this article, Willie Nelson talks about the time that he smoked weed with Snoop Dogg, and he's the only person to ever have outsmoked Snoop Dogg. So crazy. So wild. So he says, my life's been pretty good. And then the marathon sex. Uh, he has a ex-wife suing him, and she stated that they did a nine-hour sex session at the end of which resulted in a backflip while they were still doing it and somehow she felt that this would work against him in court but all it did was give this person who was writing this article at the daily beast something funny to talk about so that's pretty great <laughs> article in the description next up u.s customs sees 36 counterfeit slash jimmy page and ace freely guitars <laughs> uh I don't know if you bought a uh, a slash Jimmy Page or Ace Freely signature guitar recently, but if you did, you may want to check if the quality is as true as you were told it is because this is apparently a common thing, and that's horrifying. 
you spend all that money, you want to get the real thing, don't you? I think you do. I think you maybe do. Next up, Spotify is testing a live lyrics feature in the U.S. I don't mean that's kind of cool. I don't know why I, I reported on that. I just saw that. Music news. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of interesting. Maybe it'll be cool. Maybe not. Maybe it'll suck. I don't know. I have no idea. Let me know how you feel about it. Do you think this is cool? Let me know in the comments of whatever platform you're listening on. Regardless, here we go. Next up, English promoters. Listen, not like English, like speak English, like in England. England, English promoters <laughs> are plotting open air comeback for summer. Really cool article. Um, the first picture they show is they're actually building like a stadium type seating stage in like a wooded area like in the middle of trees like around trees it looks really cool they're not cutting down trees to do it which is really great i hate when people cut down trees to do things they don't need to cut down trees for it's just literally insane but anyway uh they're not cutting down trees to do this um it looks like they're creating an all-natural environment um with an open-air seating so it's got no roof and they're able to just do it in the woods around the trees Hopefully not disrupting the ecosystems too much, um, regardless. I gotta pee, I gotta pee so bad. Oh my god, come on! Yes, so. Praying to goodness this works out. Praying to goodness we're able to use this, you know, uh, elsewhere in America. Maybe we can do something. Or, or, you know, maybe we can just get the vaccine to work and then just go back to living our lives. That'd be spectacular. I don't know if you noticed, government, but we're all miserable. Hi! Yeah, I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, talk about it. Say how you feel. Not enough people say how they feel, and I feel like what that turns into is people just sharing how other people feel, and not enough originality, and then things like pop culture take over the common conversation. When, like, right now, we should be talking about how we feel about the current situation. And the fact is, like, um, I don't know. I'm so confused. I just want to promote whatever is healthiest. But the WHO in America are now saying different things. WHO says lockdowns are bad. America says lockdown until the vaccines work. I don't know which one of them is right. The WHO represents everybody but America. America represents America. Hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong there. Trying to say that, trying to obviously indirectly indicate that the WHO is probably more accurate than America. But... America's got ulterior motives. You know what I mean? If the government can control you, you are easier to make a consumer out of. And you're easier to make a undeniable drone out of. To do whatever it is that you are suggested to do. Because you're so suggestible. It's not about being forced to do anything. It's about being suggestible. That's what makes you easy to control. So, when we think about it, let's just not be so suggestible. Think. Research. Don't just take things at face value. Don't read a headline and get angry. You're doing no one any good, especially yourself. And definitely not the people that you're defending in the headline. Guaranteed. Do your research. A lot of things are just there to make you angry. The Social Dilemma proved that. Anyway, so if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma, go watch that. Netflix. Everyone has it. You have it. Don't lie to me. Don't you lie to me. If you don't lie, if you don't have it, Hit me up. I'll give you my login. I don't care. Whatever. Everyone should watch The Social Dilemma right now. Okay, next one. Oh. 
This one. So despite controversy over drunken racial slur, Morgan Wallen continues to have number one album in the U.S. I don't know if you know who Morgan Wallen is. I didn't until a few weeks ago. Morgan Wallen is an incredible artist. Um, just spectacular music, has the number one album in the U.S., despite the fact that uh, he, a few weeks ago, was caught on camera being really drunk. He, he admitted in an apology statement that he was... Um, he's very, very, very under the influence, had been on a 72 hour bender because he was sick of being on lockdown and he was caught on video saying the N word to his neighbor. This is terrible. The N word should never be thrown around lightly, lightly. The N word should never be able to be, I mean, I don't understand why people say it that don't want other people to say it. That doesn't make sense to me, but of course I'm not black, so I'm not going to hop in there and say anything or try to have an opinion about that. What I am saying, though, is there's no other ethnicity on the planet that does that. So, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, like, what do, what do we... I'm not trying to single anyone out or say anything bad at all. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to eliminate situations where people get mad at other people. And this seems to be a serious source of controversy. And the fact is... This guy has, outside of saying this terrible word that no one should say, I agree, no one should say it, but there's a lot of words that no one should say. And this is the one that you can get canceled for saying. The only one, the literal one word. So I'm just, I'm just confused. And it's like the fact is there's, there's so many, you know, you have all these rap artists that say it in their song over and over again as if it's literally every other word. And then this one guy says it, accidentally like an idiot admits he's an idiot apologizes a hundred times once drunk has never done anything bad to black people that anyone has ever seen outside of saying this one word and now he's being pulled from radio stations he's having his label suspend him he's he's being told that he can't attend the cmas he's being like if you say that and you're not apologetic okay Totally get it. You need to be canceled. You need to be thrown away. You need to be forgotten about. But like, if you say that word and you're like, oh my God, I never say this word. This is like, I just was drunk and it slipped out because I was just joking around or being an idiot. And I don't know. Everyone slips up. Words are so easy to say. You know how easy it is to say a word that you didn't mean to say when you're drunk? And you're going to ruin this guy's career over that even though he's not displayed one other racist act in his entire life or career oh that's so insane to me that's just so insane one word one word the one word i agree is indicative of other things but if it's not if there's no history in this person of doing any of those things prior to saying that one word what the heck? Like, if he has a reputation among black people in his area for being a racist POS, okay, totally, totally, cancel this dude for saying that word. Heck yeah. But I mean, if this is the one thing, the one bad thing he's ever been caught doing, I'm sorry, I'm not black, I know, but like, I know black people that are defending him because of that same reason. They're saying it's just one word. And again, I'm not black. I'm, I'm not telling you how to feel. I'm not telling you how to feel. But what I see is an honest man who makes amazing music, said one bad word out of line, got caught on video doing it, and now people are trying to ruin his whole career and his whole life's work over it. And as a musician, I can just say that that is not 
light work. That is not a small amount of sacrifice. And most of the people trying to cancel him don't have the slightest clue about the work that he's done or the sacrifices he made to make that album or to get to where he is. So it's it's just it's just sad. But I'm not telling you how to feel. If I'm wrong on this instance, you can totally tell me how you feel. I will totally listen with an open mind. I won't be a jerk about it. Um, I totally respect that people don't agree with me, you know, saying that he doesn't deserve to be canceled over the one word. If there's anything he ever did other than that one word, please tell me. I don't know about it. I've only ever heard that he said that one word and has only ever been a super sweet guy aside from that. And if that's true, I don't think he deserves to be canceled. And his music is spectacular. His album's still number one. This 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 uh this article talks about the fact that his his album sales have skyrocketed since that happened. And I think it's just because I think that it's a political thing trying to cancel him over this. I think they caught him and they were trying to be like, oh, we want this other artist to become number one, so we're gonna cancel him for this. That's what it seems like. It seems a lot more like that than them trying to really put a bad person in, in their place. I don't think Morgan's a bad person. I think Morgan Wallen is, uh, and he put out a really apologetic statement today talking about how he's actually accepted invitations from large black organizations to discuss uh, the the damage that can be caused by using this word. The fact that he's willing to do that, he even said he was intimidated to do it, and he did it, he he accepted those. We'll see if he really does go on and have those conversations, but I mean, that's huge. That's huge. I don't hear of anybody else willing to go and talk to black organizations about that kind of stuff when they have that happen. Most of them just want to cower and hide in the corner. Morgan knows he has a, he has a chance to, to rekindle his career. It's just one word. It's just one word. Nobody should be canceled over one word. If we cancel people over their words, are we not undermining the people who are doing poor actions? If someone says the N-word, are they really worse than someone who rapes somebody? Like, think about that. Really. Do they deserve the same punishment? Because if you think they do, we don't agree. We will never agree. That's one thing I'm going to stay steadfast on. Saying the M-word, not as bad as raping somebody. If you think it is, you got problems. You need therapy. Sorry. But anyway, I just I, th I think that we need varying degrees of punishments for people who do bad things. Or else they all get lumped into one category and then murderers are getting the same punishment as people who say the N-word? Eventually, that kind of seems like the road we're going down, and I don't like that. I don't like that because the murderers, they deserve life in prison. The people saying the N-word, they deserve an education as to where that word came from and why it's not appropriate for them to say it. They don't deserve life in prison. So just using that as a method of comparison. Anyway, next up, are music charts a relic of the past? So the point that this is making is that record sales don't really prove anything in terms of how much money is made and money that's made is really what proves how successful you are as an artist. But at the same time, so what's the alternative? We don't have charts. We now just label people by what their monetary value is. I would much rather have charts telling us how to feel than people just whipping out their dicks and saying, here's how much money I make every year. That's just like you ruin the magic. You make it not like interesting anymore. Like if people want to know how much money you make, they can figure that out regardless. I think the charts are important. Just show, you know, how how strong a release is and also so that we can avoid just straight up displaying somebody's monetary value to show how much their music career is worth because I, I just 
that's just that's something about that doesn't rub me the right way. Anyway, so article in the comments. You can tell me how you feel about that. Not comments, description. Last up, the last thing I got to share with you. The U.S. ambassador to Vietnam drops a hot fire rap track, hot fire rap track about Lunar New Year. He obviously tried, so I feel really bad saying this, but it's like really, really bad. It's so bad. It's funny. It's hilarious. Like it's hilarious. It's definitely worth watching. Like the link is the link is there. Um, he's obviously trying to do something good to try and nurture the connection with Vietnam. I appreciate that. I think any effort for peace in general in this world today is just so important. And I love how there's this sense of humor. I love how he's working with Vietnamese artists. So I feel bad for even saying that it's not good. Because you know what I mean? He, he's not a rapper. He's not a rapper. He tried to do something cool and he did collaborate with Vietnamese artists. And I think that that's really awesome. So watch this video because you can see him. He, he, there's a Vietnamese rapper he has in there with them and they're like contemplating it in the music video. And it's really cool. Um, I think this is a really interesting, like it, it's not a good song, but it's an interesting way for us to um, kind of show that we care about the culture in another place. And um, I think the U.S. ambassador to that place is probably, you know, regardless of how good a rapper he is, probably one of the better people to be portraying that message um, when he is the person who is in direct contact with that country. So I think it's really great. Um, this week, you know, it's kind of a crazy episode because I, I, I'm heading to Pennsylvania to do some social distance gigs uh, over the weekend. So I couldn't really wait till Friday for the new music. I couldn't really wait until uh, to see how the music news came along at then so i kind of skipped the industry commentary this week uh what i will say is that fauci said that touring should come back fall 2021 my promoter friends and venue order friends are saying that local music should come back somewhere between next month and april and may it's definitely in spring um i know a lot of venues right now for people who do want to go out are at 50 percent capacity with lines out the door masks required of course, and social distancing required, like the lines are still distanced and all that, and everybody's still being safe. But if you did want you getting a little, you know, stir crazy, there is stuff going on. It's it's safely distanced. Um, there, there's no documented history of anybody going to these events and catching COVID. If uh, they, they do have sign-in sheets at the door. So if anybody were to test positive, they would know about it and they would stop the events. So um they are being very careful they have been being for a, a while now um so i'm not saying that i advocate going and socializing at, during a pandemic but i mean at the same time um we have had a good amount of time to figure this stuff out i'm not going out right now personally i just i'm not really a guy that goes out unless i'm playing a show and right now i'm not really playing shows outside of these social distance acoustic gigs so but um i don't know look up what's going on around you if you're in New England, everyone's being safe. We're wearing, people are wearing masks. People are doing the distancing. People got the seating at the restaurants. Like nobody's messing around. If you're down south, I hear it's it's a it's a lot, a lot less careful. So I mean, like I, I don't really know what advice to give you down there, but uh, up here, um, I know that when I go out, everyone's following the rules always. For I've and I've been going out since June, and playing shows just because. 
a musician and when people tell me, hey, guess what? We have all these legal precautions that we've taken six months to organize and make sure we're okay with the state and the CDC and all of that. And then I look at them and I go, hmm, this is safer than a grocery store that I've been going to. How am I supposed to say no to that? How am I supposed to say no to that? And here I am in February. You know, we're almost a year through this this quarantine and I have yet to catch COVID or have any symptoms or have anybody around me catch COVID. Um, you know, had some scares of people who like, you know, person of a person of a person caught it and like, oh, we got to go get tested. You know, everybody's negative. I'm not, it's, it's real. It's a real virus. People are dying of it. No doubt. No doubt. I'm just saying like, me telling you that there's stuff going on and you shouldn't be afraid to go to it is not a version of me telling you the virus is not real. It's real. It's definitely real. You need to be careful. But I'm okay. Everyone I know is okay. I really, really hope you're okay. I seriously do. Thank you so much for listening. It means literally the world to me. I love you. Have a great day.